What is up, my friends? We are here on another episode of Level After Next podcast, where every week we're going to be your accountability. We're going to give you the inspiration. We're going to hopefully make you laugh a little bit. And at the end, you're going to have every desire to go forth and slay. So let's do this. What is up and welcome. Today, we are talking about taking full responsibility for your success and your plans and that dream you're about to have. And I can promise that I can talk about this for hours and hours, but I'm going to try and stay focused here on the next step. So um, I want to tell a little story. It's baseball season here. My kids are playing baseball, but actually I'm, I'm constantly reminded of this kid that my son played against two years ago. So two years ago, he's almost 10 years old. Two years ago, he was seven and on like a farm league. So they were playing with a pitching machine. All of this is just to say that it was not the most serious year of baseball, right? (laughs) There was a lot of flower picking still and, uh, you know, confusion as to where the ball is supposed to go. But the kids did really good. They actually had a great season, but there was this one team that we played and they had this kid on this team who was so legit He was seven years old. Homeboy looked like he was playing major league baseball. And every time we saw we were playing them, we were bummed slash excited to get to watch this little athlete who just so naturally seemed to exude everything that was baseball. He hit a home run nearly every time that he was to play. And then the way he ran the bases was just, (laughs) it was ridiculous. We were watching seven-year-olds. Like they had no chance against this kid every time he came up to play. And so my dad takes a lot of pictures. So he had been taking pictures and we wanted to know who we could send them to. Because I mean, I'm not kidding. He looked in the pictures. He just was like off the ground looking incredible. So finally, I, I figured out who I thought his mom was. And I went over to her during the one of the games and I was like, is that one yours? <laughs> and she kind of like rolled her. She knew it was coming. I mean, she had to know it was coming. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, he is the most fun to watch play. He is amazing. Like, what do you guys play baseball? And she like pointed to her husband who, I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he played in college for, as far as I know, but she's like, no, we don't play any sports. This is so random, but he just loves it. And she goes, you know, this morning we had a game on, or maybe it was the day before. I don't know. Anyway, she's like, we had a game on and we were all watching. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to watch the game. She's like, but then he disappeared and I couldn't find him. And I went outside and he had set up a like hanging ball. And she's like, he was just, hitting, 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 hitting. She's like, if we can't find him, he's just outside on his own, no music, nothing else, practicing, 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 getting better. And I'm like, that is unbelievable. Seven years old to have that kind of commitment and consistency vision and to be executing it so amazing and beautifully was, um, it just stuck with me. You know, because at seven years old, this kid understood that it wasn't just about his natural talent, which I swear he had. He probably could have just, you know, ran circles around everybody out there 
with his natural talent, but he appreciated the fact that he could get even better with practice and continuing to work on his own skills. And um, I remember using that with Jameson all the time. And he talks about it now too. You know, he wants to go outside. He's, he's grown very much in the game of baseball and he, you know, wants to practice hitting, wants to practice doing all this stuff. But like the day that he goes outside and Jimmy rigs some kind of ball hitting practice mastery machine (laughs) is the day that I know I won't ever have to worry about him. But the question is, as entrepreneurs, as people who are trying to come up in business or whatnot, like, are we setting up ourselves to practice and to do the things to put in the time and effort to get the results that we want? And, um, what I love so much about this analogy is that, you know, this kid again wasn't relying on his own ability. He was taking full responsibility for it. And without the parents who could buy him the most special pitching machine or whatever there is out there for kids to learn how to play baseball, this is a pretty serious place for baseball, by the way. Like parents are talking about scholarships when their kids are like eight. It's ridiculous. So um, he didn't have any of that. And he took full responsibility for it, despite whatever his circumstances were. And I think that in business, what I hear so much, what I see so much, gosh, I talk to so many different people and the excuses are, they're everywhere. Everything can be an excuse. And if I wanted to make up a ton of my own excuses, I could absolutely do that. A lot of times um, in my own line of work, what I hear is uh, there's not enough time. I am not a salesperson. I have kids and I homeschool and um, my husband works out of town. It is like all of those things do make life like much harder. I have a full-time job. I don't have the money. I mean, like that kind of is the whole reason for starting a business is to start earning more money, right? But um, there, I mean, the excuses are everywhere. And for every excuse, I can give an example of at least 10 people who overcome that and um, use it, use it as fuel, right? I have homeschooled. I have three kids. I built two businesses uh, during difficult times. And that's not to say anything other than the fact that I just personally know that anybody can make anything happen if they choose to put their mind to it. I was speaking with my coach, my my business coach the other day, and he was telling me about Elon Musk's story, which honestly, I'm probably going to butcher it right now because I don't know the whole story. But I do know that after he became a millionaire, he chose to reinvest and SpaceX was born along with, again, like, please don't, there's no like, there. I'm not going to get sued or anything, right? <laughs> For telling this story wrong. You can Google it. <laughs> but basically... He sold off PayPal, genius idea, started a million other awesome ideas out there as far as how we can split the tab (laughs) and pay for things and was broke, was sleeping on people's couches. And he could have been like, oh man, I didn't get to space. Didn't work. Bummer. But he had a vision. He had a plan. And so after three failed attempts and, you know, some investing in Tesla, I'm not telling the story right. 
But the point is that he was broke. He had nothing. He was sleeping on couches and now he's worth, I did write this number down, $208 billion 10 years later. So circumstance means nothing. And if that too, that name is too big for you, too big of like a person to kind of try and compare yourself to, I have so many others who I've come across who, you know, were in a horrible divorce, who were single parents, who were having to work multiple jobs just to make ends meet and decided to take full responsibility for their future and their ability to grow and their ability to earn money. And then they just did the things. There's this book, this children's book. I'm sorry. I I promise not everything is going to go back to like seven-year-olds, but there's this children's book and it is called, I don't want to mess it up because there's a lot of names in it. Okay. Well, I'm going to mess it up because I can't find the actual name of it. I think it's called the, the horse, the boy, the fox and the mole. If you just put all of those words in, you'll find it. And it's a pretty great book, especially if you just like want lots of quotes for Instagram. (laughs) It's pretty great for that. But um, at one point, the little boy says, I can't see a way through. And the horse says to him, can you see your next step? Just take that. We catastrophize and we look at the big picture of like, gosh, how am I going to do this? I'm in this situation and I have, I want to get there to that place over there where she is or where he is or where there's more money and where I get to buy my own home. And all the things that have to get done to get there seem so impossible. And so we catastrophize like the idea of it. We get overwhelmed by all the steps that are going to have to take place. But in truth, it's just a matter of, do you see your next step? Can you determine what the next best step is going to be? And then you just take that. And then you take the next one and the next one and the next one. And so what are some of those first steps essentially? Well, you're probably not going to like it because it's not going to be something that's going to make you a ton of money right off the bat, but it is going to be important. It's going to be something that you're going to need to fall back on over and over and over again. And uh, my, my coach has called them the three S's. It's state, story, and strategy. And the first one is not the state you live in. I'm in California and, you know, people are all over the board about how they feel about that. (laughs) But um, I love California. It's your physical state, your mental state. And there are a number of different things that you probably need to do to get yourself into that peak physical and mental state. Because without it, you're just running around like a chicken with your head cut off. If any of you guys have gotten to that place where you're stressed out and you're anxious and and you don't have things organized and you know that there's a lot of things that you need to get to do and you're running around the house, starting 10 different projects, not finishing any of them, that's because your physical mental state is messed up. You didn't get enough sleep last night. You haven't taken care of yourself at all. You're unable to focus because your brain isn't working correctly. So you have to take that first step to figure out, okay, how am I going to get my physical mental state in check? And the way you're going to do that, you're going to start hopefully doing it like little, little baseball boy every day. Practice, practice, practice. Are you getting enough sleep? I was not. I got yelled at by my coach this week. He yelled at me. He was like, 
you can't function like this. And I'm like, I know. I know that. So now I have like, he's holding me accountable. I have to show him how many hours I sleep at night. This sounds ridiculous, but, and you don't need to, you know, pay a coach to do this for you. You can just text your mom and say, Hey, I'm going to be telling you how I sleep last night. Um, maybe a business partner, an associate, somebody who you're working with, but you need to start getting an adequate amount of sleep. You need to start getting your workout in, which I did not succeed at yet today, but I will. I'm going to because I'm not going to tell them that I did not work out. You need to start focusing on those things like it's your job. When I first came to my new business, after I resigned with a team of 1300 people, I was really, I, I was homeschooling at the time. We were very like, you know, COVID and chill around our house. So school started whenever I woke up and felt like starting school. And I start this new business and, and immediately my mindset shifted to one of I'm, I'm ready to level my life up. I have now the vehicle to do it and I am inspired and excited. But I looked around at these absolute beasts who were now my colleagues in this business and knew that they were not sleeping in until 10 o'clock in the morning. And they probably weren't having a couple of drinks every night. <laughs> they were doing the stuff, right? Every day. And um, they were reading a book. Every time that you ask them, you know, what's your personal development? They could give you a podcast, a book. They could give you exactly what it is that they're doing to move their needle forward every single day. They all have a DMO. They're all working out. And so I was like, okay, if I, that's what I want to do, that's where I want to be. So it's time that I level myself up. And where am I going to start? I'm going to try and become a morning person. <laughs> that was my first step, become a morning person. It was terrifying. And I remember posting about it on social media. And I was like, look, my my main goal right now is just to not not be a morning person. Because that's always been me. I've just never, it's been like the family joke. You don't want to be the one who has to wake me up. I am not fun to wake up. I do not enjoy waking up. I have a hard time falling asleep. So once I am asleep, it just feels so good. But I wanted to get my physical and mental state together. And I knew part of that was going to mean having some me time before I had to get up and do all the things for the kids. And so I started slow. I woke up a little earlier one morning and then a, real, a little earlier the next and I committed to it no matter what. And what I found myself doing was getting my workout in. I found myself getting some work done and then feeling incredible as I got to make my kids breakfast. I'm like listening to music, knowing exactly what the rest of my day is going to be about and look like. And that my state, my physical and mental state started to change. And of course, I'm working out every day, so I'm feeling better. But my business started to improve. And I don't know the research on that. I know it's out there though. Those who are slaying in business have a very strong respect for their mental and emotional health. And that's not to say that there are some out there who are still just partying it up 
they got lucky. What can I say? But if you want to take yourself above the next level to wherever else you want to go, then we have to start looking at the personal decisions that we're making and committing to them and practicing them and knowing that it's okay if we fail every now and then. We got to do it. It kind of sounds crappy right now, right? But it's not. I mean, it is. It's it's crappy to have to like commit to doing something that you have gotten in a very good habit of not doing for the last however many years. But I promise that once you start doing it, it's going to start feeling really good. My personal favorite time of day when I'm doing it right, when I'm committed to myself, are the hours between 4.30 and 7 o'clock in the morning. I mean, to say that out loud sounds so crazy. But if I get enough sleep, I go to bed early enough that I'm able to get up, have some time for me, meditate, pray, whatever, journal maybe, look at my day, see what the East Coast people are doing so that I don't feel like I'm super behind. And then I'm like, all right, I can work out now. And I get a Peloton ride in or whatever it is that you love to do to work out. Um, I feel like a million bucks. And, and the biggest the biggest determining factor was not my my paycheck that greatly increased by me taking control of my daily activity and my my mental and emotional state. But it was also when my son said to me, he straight up said this to me, mom, I love it when you get up early. You're just in such a good mood and everything is fun. Like, are we serious right now? Are you serious? Like, I almost hated that he pulled that out of it. I'm like, come on, you don't like it when I'm in a bad mood and tell you not to talk to me until I'm done drinking my coffee. No, he recognized it because it really did put me in a better state. And it made me feel not just accomplished first thing in the morning, but I had enough things, enough things done, figured out and accomplished that it opened up that creative side of my brain to know that I was going to be able to do a lot of next steps in the hours that I had between when I drop my kids off at school and when they come home, which is when I try and get all my work done. So the big question is, do you know your next step? Because it doesn't have to mean making a big investment. It doesn't have to mean, you know, leaving a company, signing the paperwork for your new business, um, finding the right storefront. Maybe that, maybe that is what it is. But I can promise you that if you're thinking about that, but your mental, physical state is not right, you're not going to be doing yourself any favors. You may not be making the best decision. You can't think straight unless you are in a good place with yourself. So my suggestion today is to get your routine down. There are so many great books out there. Atomic Habits is incredible. Um, Five Second Rule, incredible. Um, I would say Atomic Habits is one of the most impactful ones. I got to teach it to my team and we took a couple of weeks covering it. And it's just about starting to stack your habits. So for me, it was stacking my habits. Like I'm going to start waking up at this time. Then I'm going to start picking up (laughs) something other than my phone as soon as I wake up so that I'm either learning or I am like I said, meditating, I'm journaling, stack your habits, then what's going to come after that? And you know, there are a million other places in your life where you can start to stack your habit. If there's a supplement that you need to be taking or medicine that you're supposed to be taking, you forget it all the time, stack that habit. You're going to brush your teeth. I hope you're brushing. I hope that teeth brushing habit is like in there real good. (laughs) So whatever you need to do, stack it with that. 
after you brush your teeth, you're going to take your vitamins or your collagen or your whatever it is, your antidepressant, whatever it is, start stacking habits. And then you stack more on top of that. It takes a while for something to become a habit, but we are driven by our habits. So what bad habits do you do? I'm going to tell you one that you probably have, or at least you know people who have it. And it's it's the social media. It's a horrible habit. It's just so easy. We get bored. We get a minute to ourselves. We pick up our phone and we start to scroll. For me, my business is done on social media solely. And I don't, my time is worth a lot more money than just to waste it on watching, I don't even know what, people getting hit in the head with water bottles that they tie to a fan. What is that? <laughs> why, that why did that become a thing? Why is that viral? Like, okay, let's see. What, what else can we come up with? How about just people walking through windows? Don't do it. That's a horrible... I, I, I'm going to get in trouble for even suggesting that. I just don't get it. We can come up with like any stupid thing in the world and... Like, let's tie a water bottle to the fan. Everybody gets blindfolded. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a real thing. Everybody gets blindfolded. <laughs> There's a water bottle spinning around on the ceiling fan. And we're going to videotape as we try to not get hit by the water bottle. Filled with water, by the way. It's not just floating. It's filled with water and it's going to hurt. <laughs> Clearly, I've watched a few of these videos. <laughs> so I'm a little bit of a hypocrite, but I haven't done it. All right. So stop scrolling this stupid stuff. Now, if you are working on social media, then that is great. But I'll tell you one habit that I've gotten in, I've gotten into that I've gotten used to now. Um, and then I'll tell you one that I'm working on that is very hard. So I, like I said, my business and my work is done on social media. And so I have to become so diligent about not allowing my ADHD squirrel brain to just get stuck into the rabbit hole of ridiculousness that exists on social media. And if I go onto social media, there's a number of different things that I'm going to be doing. I'm either going to be posting and providing value. I'm going to be connecting and making sure that I haven't missed any messages or that there aren't people that I need to get back to, or I'm going to be looking for content. You know, I'm going to be looking for good ideas the vast majority of what I want to do is I want to connect with people on social media. And so I need to be knowing that I am going out there and doing some connecting and that I'm creating content that's going to make me approachable and make people feel like, again, they're, they're getting value provided. So in doing that, there is some scrolling involved. And then inevitably at points, I will somehow find myself watching people getting hit by water bottles or my, the other one, I don't know why these people get me all the time. It's this couple and he's a cop and she's just like a super babe and they've got all these kids and they just shoot confetti guns at each other all the time. It's just, that's all they do. <laughs> it's just 10 second, as I say it out loud, I hear how ridiculous it is. 10 second clips of these different like setups that they do to surprise each other with confetti guns. And then some, sometimes they take it to another level with some other stuff. I don't know. They're clearly sponsored by some kind of horrible gift that I hope nobody ever buys for my kids. That makes a huge, that's all I can think about every time. I'm like, you, how often do you guys have to clean these huge messes up? It does not sound fun to me, even if you are 
being sponsored by Confetti Guns RS. I have no idea. But anyways, so I get stuck on, I get caught up in the scroll just like everybody else. But the habit that I've created is that once I recognize it, once I recognize that I'm no longer being productive on social media, my phone goes away. Not for a minute, not for, you know, not for a second. I don't just close out of it and do something else because my habit is also to open my phone, check this, check that. Like I have, it's, it's, it's like ingrained in me and probably in you too. As soon as you open up your phone, you're going to click Instagram, then you're going to click Facebook and you're going to go to messages and email, you know, like, or whatever it is. And so, um, I, the habit I've created is that once I recognize this, I'm going to just click my phone off. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to leave the room and go do something else until I can like reset, come back and be productive on my social media. I think that pretty much that's probably something I would suggest for everybody, because if you're just spending time scrolling social media, you need to get a business on social media because you're just you're wasting your life. And I say that as somebody who creates content for social media. Don't don't just sit around and watch me. Get your own business. Get going. We only have so many minutes on this earth and they're all worth money. Right? Because you're worth money. You're worth something. So start taking that seriously. Start fixing the bad habits that you need to. And I know that that's just kind of a general one. The other habit that I now have to work on today was my first morning. It was very hard. I'm not going to lie. It's an issue, but it was waking up and not grabbing my phone first thing. So again, I have a business that is conducted solely on my phone, sometimes my computer. And I work with a lot of people who are across the country and they're up early. And so by the time I get up, they're like already coming out with all these great ideas and talking about what they're doing for the day and ways to, you know, connect with team or create this or that. And um, it feels scary to wake up and know that I've missed all of that. But at the same time, the second you pick your phone up in the morning, not only will it potentially take you out of any kind of chance of becoming productive by if you get stuck in that feed. But it it also causes like you're waking up already. If you wake up with a like an eh, 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 alarm, then you're full of ad- adrenaline. But once you look at that phone, if you're in leadership of any kind, um, if if you're already in a business, it it can cause an even further adrenaline rush that is just going to take you out of creating your best personal state for the day. That is your goal is to have that time in the morning to be exactly what you want it to be, um, what you need it to be in order to execute the rest of the day. And I know that I'm, I haven't given you any great, you know, way to earn a million dollars, but I can promise you that this is going to be one of the most important things that you do for yourself in order to get yourself to that place where you can do that. All right. So just like, I wish I knew his name, little slugger, little seven-year-old slugger. It's something you're going to practice every single day and get better and better and better at until you're a pro. And, um, you know, what's your next best step? It's figuring out what habits you can break and what habits you can add. Maybe it's buying that book. Maybe it's subscribing to my podcast because I've just dropped the knowledge or maybe it's unsubscribing because you're like, yeah, I already know all of this. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <sighs> but it's, it's, it is just that. It's just that simple. And we'll get into those other S's. I promise you that. 
But for today, you may already know all of this, but maybe you haven't done it. And I don't think there's a person on earth who cannot up their game by improving improving on a habit, breaking a habit, or creating a new habit that's going to help them to improve their state, whether it's sleep, whether it's working out, whether it's alone time that you are allowed to have, no matter how many kids you have, you cannot pour from an empty cup. I didn't make that quote up. Don't, you know, I'm not going to take credit for it. Are you shocked? (laughs) But you can't. There's a reason they all say it. Fill your cup up, get your state right, start some new habits, break the bad ones. Let's go do this. Go forth and slay. All right, friends, there it is there. Thank you so much for joining us today on Level After Next podcast. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Or if you really don't want to have any FOMO, head over to levelafternext.org where you can catch up with all the things. Peace out.